40inbox.com here. So Anderson Cooper shares that his son will not have an inheritance. And the reason why this is actually an interesting article to go over and react to is because Anderson Cooper is probably one of the richest news personalities in the world. Like, he has a massive amount of money. So let's get right into uh, this story. Well, this article. So, like mother, like son, Anderson Cooper may be a well-known news anchor for CNN, but he is also a descendant of the affluent family, the Vanderbilts. Yeah, well, Vanderbilts. His mother was the Gloria Vanderbilt, and no, he didn't receive a huge inheritance from her after she passed. Well, it looks like Cooper will be following in his mother's footsteps when it comes to this. In a recent interview promoting his latest book, Vanderbilt, The Rise and Fall of an American Dynasty, Cooper shared that he doesn't plan on passing a huge fortune down to his son either. Now, before we get into it, right, like, this can make perfect sense depending on how you look at it, right? Like, if he's doing this to kind of give his kid a little bit more, like, character so that his kid doesn't end up basically growing up to be, like, a spoiled little brat, then I say props to him, right? But if he does end up doing something like this, don't make your kid suffer just because you want to prove a point. And what I mean by this is that, like, let's say that you are making a lot of money, right? And you're putting money towards your investments and all that kind of stuff, right? To the point where you have, like, a net worth of millions of dollars, right? Don't just completely cut off your kid just because you want to cut off your kid, right? Make sure that they technically don't necessarily need for anything, but they still have that hunger to want for something, so basically what I'm talking about, if you have the money, if you're a multimillionaire, why not have basically your kid's college funds paid off, right? Or have like some sort of a fund where they could end up choosing to either go to college, go to a trade school, or start up their very first business with your assistance, right? Meaning that they don't have to jump through hurdles to actually go after something because they have the support of you. But after that, then it's free rent. After you like give them that starting position, that little bit head start, then say like, okay, everything else is due to your own choices and your own effort. I think that would be the best way to go about it if you're someone who's making a lot of money so that you could give your kid character Without completely just being, you know, a jackass basically to them, right? Like you don't want to just basically like disown your kid from your like from their inheritance just because you want to prove a point. Like that's just not a good way to go about it. But let's keep going. So in a recent interview on Morning Meeting podcast hosted by Air Mail editors, Ashley Baker and Michael Haney, Cooper shared that he'll be following his mother's footsteps. When it comes to money with his one-year-old son, Wyatt. I don't believe in passing on huge amounts of money. I don't know what I'll have, 
don't intend to have some sort of pot of gold for my son. Okay, I can understand that. Now he went on to explain that he'll probably do what his parents did for him. College will be paid for, and then you've got to get on it. Okay, so basically exactly what I said, right? And again, like this makes perfect sense, right? Like this sort of like thing is like college will be paid for, and then you've got to go get on it. Meaning basically, hey, I'll give you like the starting point. I'll give you a head start, but I won't do any. Else after that, right? That's basically like saying, like, hey, you know, I'll give you like、uh, money for a trade school, but after that, it's up to you, right? I'll give you like ten thousand dollars to start a business, but after that, it's all up to you, right? Basically saying, like, hey, I'll give you a head start, but I'm not going to corrupt you with this pot of gold, basically. Now Cooper also shared that growing up, his family name wasn't as glamorous as some may have thought. I knew enough to know that I didn't want to associate with it. You would read online that my mom had two hundred million dollars, and I was going to inherit all that, and none of that was true. And it was a very interesting perspective for people to believe that about me and not say anything about it. Well, it looks like Wyatt won't be inheriting a huge fortune after hearing a little bit about. Cooper's childhood experience. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise. We can only imagine what growing up in such a public family is like, and we look forward to learning more about the Vanderbilts, Vanderbilts in Cooper's new book. Now, I mean, his new book might be pretty interesting, right? And here's the thing, right? If someone ends up going through basically generational wealth to the point where you're like you. Your kids, your kids' kids, and your kids' kids' kids—if you were to give them inheritance—would never have to lift a finger in their lives. Then that can easily be abused, right? And you see this a lot of times, where you see basically hedge—oh, yeah, hedge fund babies. You know, where basically they basically live off. A hundred percent off of their parents' dime from their like the trust fund babies. That's I think the real statement about that, the real、uh, name for that whole situation. Trust fund babies, because they're getting like millions of dollars every single year, literally not doing anything at all. Right. So imagine if you could go through life, literally not do anything in your life at all, and still make. Millions and millions of dollars every single year, regardless of what you did or did not do. Right? You could literally just wake up, take a crap, eat something, go back to bed, and still make millions of dollars every single year. Like it literally would not matter. Right? You could be spending like nearly a lifetime in prison and still make millions of dollars every single year, regardless of what you did. Right? That's the whole trust fund baby situation, and it's kind of the same curse of people who win the lottery, right? Like, just think about it. How many times have you seen someone who won the lottery end up losing all of it within five years? And I'm talking about you know massive winnings. I'm talking like ten million. Fifty million, a hundred million, even nearly like a billion dollars, right? Nearly every single lottery winner goes bankrupt. Just imagine that for a second. Imagine spending 
$50 million within five years. It seems like that's almost impossible, right? That seems like it is impossible, right? But people are still able to do that because they're not used to that money. And a lot of people are very bad at managing their money to begin with, right? And the problem with a lot of these like trust fund babies, right, is that typically they don't actually see what it takes to make the money. They don't actually see all the hard work, the time, the sacrifices that it took to build up a fortune like that, right? And worst off, even if they were to see that, their parents wouldn't actually even tell them or teach them how to actually manage their money correctly so that it could last forever, right? And this is the problem, right? This is the problem with today, with a lot of people's mentality that a lot of people just do not understand personal finance at all and they just end up spending every single dime of their earning capabilities regardless of how much they make, right? So I perfectly understand why he would do something like this to this like level, but I would do more for the kid if he put in like the framework of teaching him about personal finance. Because here's the thing, right? He could easily teach his kid over basically the next two decades, roughly, right? Because he's one years old. How to manage his money correctly, how to work hard, how to create a business, how to present yourself, how to be good in a workplace, right? How to work on your personal brand if his kid ended up going into like a broadcasting situation. Like he could do something like that for his kid to basically train his kid to be successful in whatever his kid wants to go and do. And I feel like that's the way that everyone should end up trying to like raise their kids, regardless of the amount of money that they end up making, because you want your kid to do better than you, right? You want your kid to be able to be self-sufficient and not be basically the scum of the earth or anything like that, right? You want your kid to be successful, safe, and live a good life. So I like what he's doing, but I feel like he could do more, right? That being said, if you are struggling with debt, if you need help, yeah, if you need help mastering your money and to get out of debt, go to 40 to learn how to get out of debt so that you could live a more free life where you could just go to the grocery store and not really care about what you end up putting in your cart, right? Because that would be a pretty nice feeling, right? If you could just go into your grocery store, get your groceries for the week, and not have that stress of, oh man, can I even afford this? Can I even eat this? Like you want to get to that point in your life where you couldn't go and do that. Not all the time, but like if you just felt like it, right? If you just felt like buying something, from the grocery store, you want to be able to not have that stress. So go to 40 com to oh, basically get to the point in your life where you could go and do something like that to have that freedom. Because regardless of how much money you make, anyone can end up living paycheck to paycheck and no one should ever be living paycheck.
paycheck to paycheck because there's no reason to.